0: Episode two. Yes. Welcome back to Dizzy for Dizzy. Um, we haven't int- introduced ourselves in a while, but I'm oh, Kristen. Oh,
1: shoot. I'm Ashley.
0: And yeah, we are a podcast where we just basically wax poetic or <laughs> fangirl. We talk Dizzy. Yeah. And we talk about Dizzy's. Um yeah. So most of you have probably already been with us for a while, but you never know. People... Find us or yeah, um, yeah. We do yeah. get
1: new listeners.
0: Yeah, so just in case you are new and you're not starting from the beginning, um because yeah, it's funny. Like this is one of, like it's one of those podcasts where it's like you don't really have to, especially if it's a show you haven't watched. You're gonna listen right. to like something you have watched. Like when I started listening to like K drama podcasts, I didn't start from the beginning because they were covering K dramas I haven't <laughs> watched. So I just right. kind of like jumped right in, and then you kind of figure out who they are and all that kind of stuff but i realized yeah. like oh we should probably introduce ourselves every once in a while still um, i know
1: we're pretty bad at that just
0: in case yeah because we know and we've been doing this now for almost three years but yeah. not not everybody else has with us so yeah, we um, can't assume yeah um before we get into it did i tell you i don't think i told you that i started yarga i've watched the first episode I, okay. I completely understand why everyone was like, please let that be the DC you're gonna cover. <laughs> it's is it just bonkers? It is, and it's like the first episode. it's a really strong first episode. Okay. and the ending mm-hmm. is a really strong ending. Like I'm watching it with Hannah okay. because um just with our schedules and sure. meaning hers and mine and yours and yours and mine. Um mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not in a place where I can binge watch stuff right now. At least I shouldn't say binge watch stuff. I binge watched Ted Lasso a couple of weeks ago. But those are, like, 30-minute episodes. So binge watching that is like watching four DZ episodes when yes, you've watched, like, two than, full seasons. yeah Yes. Right. Yeah. So I can't really binge a DZ right now. Um, right. As much as I want to. I wanted to start the second episode, like, the second that first episode ended – um, and it was kind of fun because, like, about 30 seconds before the revelation, the cliffhanger revelation of the first episode, uh-huh. I predicted it. So then I was, like, super proud of myself. I was like, oh, I bet. Nice. And then I was like, oh, No, I was right and I wanted to start it. Um, but, yeah, we'll be moving at a snail's pace. We'll probably watch an episode every week or two just to okay. get, you know, watch it. But I just wanted to make sure – because we had an overwhelming amount of people guess that when we were when we weren't giving away what DZ we were covering yet. I know. Um, who were like, please tell me it's gonna be Yarga. So listen, we might not be doing a podcast about it. Um I, I think if I'm not mistaken though, there's a new DZ podcast out there who is it sounds like they're covering a lot of DZs, like maybe okay. just more general talk, but I'm pretty sure Yarga is one that they will will or are will be or are discussing. Um Okay. So I I think there's at least and it's two American girls so um two American friends so um, yeah, sorry
1: guys we're just still a little um how do I put this I know bruised we yeah like we after after doing recent or current DZS mm-hmm. um that can just be tougher sometimes it can be tougher schedule wise mm-hmm. it can be tougher emotionally yes. <laughs> um it can be oh tougher like, in many yeah. ways so Ooh. we kind of just needed to take a step back and yes cover a dz that was already complete that yeah. we're not gonna have to be okay i have to get the episode watched because in we we both really loved central kapama oh my gosh I wanna yes make that clear Oh, but yeah. I feel like our podcast
0: makes it clear. Us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but personally, sometimes kind of turning it into work will mm-hmm. suck the fun out of it a little yes. bit. And I definitely felt that happening as
0: Central Kapama continued
1: airing on and, on and on and on. Especially after into the, the 50s.
0: 30s. Yeah. Especially after. <laughs> yeah. I think if the 30s hadn't happened the way they did, it wouldn't have quite felt that way. Yeah. Um, right. Because, yeah. like, we went through what we called, you know, we went through the 30s of EK also, but... Yes. And there, there were definitely some frustrating, very out-of-character things that happened because mm-hmm. of writing switches and stuff. Um, right. But when we were covering that for the podcast, those had already happened. So while yeah. we experienced them right. in real time watching it, we weren't that far in that we were, like, 30 episodes behind when we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we didn't cover them live, yeah. Um, so we had some distance from them by the time we got to them in the, mm-hmm. in the podcast. Yeah. We did not have that with Sanchal Kapama. No. And looking back, I can very much admit that I, like, there was some melodrama in, in those episodes with, yes. like, how frustrated we were, or at least I should speak for myself, like, with how frustrated I was, um, which, don't get me wrong, it still is frustrating. I'll probably never rewatch those particular episodes. I'm just right, not impressed right. with the production and writing and all that. And obviously, we don't need to get into that. But uh, just looking back, I'm like, there's just something about, like, being in a current fandom, like, almost like, not, I don't want to call it mass hysteria, but, like...
1: It's just so much more emotionally taxing, yeah, and even just the time commitment mm-hmm. with the the year, the year that I've had <sighs> <laughs> and balancing, yeah, having to get the episodes watched to mm-hmm. get my notes taken, especially because of what a commitment Central Kapama was as far right. as the notes and mm-hmm. the. It it was this, for me, it was kind of this love-hate situation, especially Mm -hmm. near kind of a whole section of Mm -hmm. it where I was wanting to do it and wanting to do, wanting to watch it. But at the same time, I was like, this is just a lot. Mm -hmm. And often by the time it came to record, I was like, I'm just tired already. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, for both of us, we just needed to cover something yes. that is not current and yes. that we knew okay this is a set time commitment yes. and number of weeks that we will be covering this show and we can take the time if we need to to watch two or three two or three mm-hmm. episodes at a time and get them recorded and it's just a little easier scheduling
0: yeah. and Absolutely. again yeah yeah because we're not like <laughs> i mean with like you know, I know we talked about this before, but with a live DZ, you're literally on a clock. Especially if you're yeah. wanting, because the thing about a live DZ is you don't know what's coming next, and so you don't, you don't want to take two or three, or we don't want to take two or three weeks to record that episode and already yeah. have aired like two or three more that we've likely already watched. And then like, you know, our predictions aren't going to be the same because right. that was our very first DZ we got to do start to finish as it aired and I don't yeah. regret doing it at all. No, I'm not so at all. so glad we did. Um yep. it was really a a definite, like amazing experience. The people we've connected with because of that, um, the contacts we've yes. made. Um yeah. and, and I and,
1: don't I don't if I'm making it sound like it was this terrible experience. Yes, I don't no, want it to you, sound no, like no, that. You definitely it really are. was not.
0: No, I just want to clarify for us. Like um and but there's – like we said, there's a limit, to because we wanted to have our predictions and our things like that be fresh and untainted mm-hmm. from knowing what's coming. And for that to happen, you have to record before the next episode comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And while that was very conducive to early 2020 schedule when mm-hmm. the world was literally on pause, um, yeah. it became less and less conducive as we got later into the year and into 2021. Um, right and life and work and things just started to like mm-hmm. pick back up again um and then just of course the crazy direction that the the show took and all of right. that uh during those dark days for us um i yeah it just can all kind of pack on where you're like wait this is my es- this is supposed to be my escape <laughs> like, right this is right. supposed to be my escape i'm not supposed to be more frustrated with it and i feel for like the ami fandom right now because I like I don't watch that show, but enough people on the timeline do that I pretty much know what's happening every week on the show. Um yeah. and it seems like they're going through their own version of the Central Kapama 30s. Only theirs feels worse because I'm pretty sure the hero has been with the quote Celine of the episode or of the show, so to speak, um for like 16 episodes, which is way longer than Zeron and And this girl had a baby that she's saying he's the father of, but he's actually not the father of it. But he thinks he's the father, so he's like with her out of obligation, kind of a thing. Oh, like no. And oh, they no. did a they did a five year time jump too, and the heroine had a secret baby that is the hero's, but she's oh actually not. But he doesn't know he's the father of that child. Oh my gosh! Like, oh my gosh! And I see this like, is what DZ. <laughs> And and this is why we were like we're doing her yardage. <laughs> yes, we need something that we know is beloved. One that again we know that we're on episode two right now, so we know twenty one week twenty one weeks from now, yeah, we're gonna be finished with it and already picking mm-hmm. out what our next project's gonna be. Like, there's just something. There's something very um comforting. like Comforting in that, <laughs> yes. Not like oh my gosh, what if. Like what if we had started covering AMI and then we were like stuck in the I don't know if I would have done it again because we stuck it out through Sunchal, those Senchal Kapama episodes in the yeah, 30s because we were like we both you and I are we have an issue with not finishing something that we've started which is not oh actually a bad quality to have like but it can be when it it's like it would have
1: bothered us it really. Oh really bothered us if really we had bothered not us. finished yeah. that show yeah. yes we were like um, we need to see this through
0: mm-hmm. and, and we were and we, and we did. were rewarded because yes. we got the 40s we and all of that but um yeah i have a feeling though if we were put through that again by another DZ so soon i think, I think we, we would, would have lost our minds yeah, yeah and probably would have, would have been it. yeah and we would have quit <laughs> so like if we we're covering ami <laughs> just from the little tidbits and things that i'm getting are happening oh my god I I would be pulling my hair out and being like, we, we're taking a hiatus, like, on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> like, of like, unknown length. Um, <laughs> so, I, and I feel for I, all of you who watch AMI, I know we have people who listen who watch, so Gosh, I I brutal. feel for you because I just know having, what, 29 to 35, 36 of, so that was, like, seven, eight episodes. I, imagine double that of Celine and Sercon. And I would have tapped out. That Celine actually gives birth to this child while Sercon believes Ugh. it is his. As does Edda. If like,
1: if, if that would happened on Central <laughs> couplement, I think I don't know if I could have I don't
0: know would, if we could have done it. No, we, I think I would have been like No, we wouldn't have, I don't show. think. I think we would have hit our limit because I think we said several times if he actually, we had actually said, if they write it, oh, if these writers yeah. write it that he slept with her, no, we, we all have we, our
1: lines that would have that would have yes, be been our
0: line. Um, and then secret and Karim my, came, my it, neck came back hot in and thinking fixed that, about that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting here reliving and our I trauma, and I don't even watch
1: that show. And I'm like feeling mm-hmm. feeling secondhand anxiety mm-hmm. and rage for those poor fans oh my I know. gosh because
0: it's like and it started earlier on but like it wasn't into the 30s that this happened because i think they're only in the 20s right now Whatever. but like still it started it started far enough in that you're like established i know there are people who have dropped it but for the most part like by the time all this stuff really started cementing, it was like, well, crap, now I'm in it. Like – and everyone adores um, – The main uh, couple. Yeah, Ilhan and Berju, like – Yeah. And they seem like – I'm not – like I said, I don't watch the show, so I don't really know if it's, like, like romantic – but they very, very clearly care about each other. Like, and they have a good time. And, like, she just okay. did, like, like, she just surprised him for his birthday on set. Like, but it seemed very just sweet and, like, they really care about each other. So I don't know that there's, like, romance happening. It, okay. Like, almost like, Le- like Leo and Kate. Like, Leo and Capri and Kate. and like, okay. Like, that's what they gave me the vibes of. Um okay. Where it's just, like, you know, they're just, like, close, loving buddies. And, like, yeah. um, Not that it couldn't grow into something else. So, like, I understand – sticking mm-hmm. around for them i mean we stuck around for Hyundai and karem during you know the days that yes, we, we did. didn't want to be there during so the dark days yeah um <laughs> and you know i i get that but if yeah and if those dark days had continued into the 40s and we hadn't we hadn't gotten our writer back i don't know that we would have lasted because Man, yeah. those put us through there's the There's only so, so much you can there, take. There's only so much you can take. <laughs> fictionally and in real life. So. Um, yep. <laughs> yes. So all that melodrama to the side. Um, th- yeah. This has been refreshing. And after this episode, I mentioned last episode, but after this episode ended, I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch like the first three minutes of episode I three know. just because I want to see
1: how it plays out. This episode. I was this felt like the clinch yes. the clincher to me yes this is the hook I was,
0: like this is where they're yep. either if you're not hooked at this episode then this show just clearly isn't for you because yep oof, yep chef's episode kiss.
1: one I was like okay sure that was a fine first episode mm-hmm. this episode I was like okay I'm in uh-huh. I am fully in for you're this. loop you're loop dancing it. Yep. it you're 100%. all in 100% <laughs> yeah because wow
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm where do you want to start
1: I don't even know where I want to start I guess we could talk about oh man where do we want to I know. start there's
0: so much good stuff
1: I mean right off the bat the we get yeah, to see we her we relive the swoop the door again uh-huh
0: yes the, swoop. the swing the swinging of the chair and yes. the swooping of of her
1: yeah oh and then he promptly locks her in the room oh my gosh <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't love that. I mean, it was comical. It just, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, it was comical watching it, just like uh, the episode of Central Kapama where Eda locks Serkan out on the balcony. Like, yes. there were people who were like, oh my gosh, that's cruel and you could have died, he could have died of hypothermia type of a thing. Like, and I definitely was not like, OMG, what if she had claustrophobia? Like, he basically kidnapped her. Like, but I actually really loved, too, that they um, – you getting a phone call? Oh, yeah. my um, like, I heard the vibration. Yeah. Um, I it, – it gets addressed later, though. Like, she does wind up addressing it with him. And yes. I was like, oh, I love this. Like, I love that she, like, even though – it was a comical moment because, you know, she winds up sneaking right. out and like, uh, like scaling down, tries to scale down the roof with the bed sheet and stuff. So clearly it was meant for comedy. But right. I do like that at the end of the episode, which that's like probably one of my favorite scenes because it's just oh, so good. Um, mm-hmm. After they talk about the main thing when we get there, um, she does bring up like, well, just so you know, like this kind of felt in the same regard like when you basically took away my choice and locked me in the room you know and it's more comical if he does explain like listen you were thrashing like you were gonna hurt one or both of us it wasn't about me trying to take away like your power I wanted you know I just wanted to give you time to calm down like cool down and that way we could like have a discussion so I I like that it was addressed later though um, Mm -hmm. even though it was a clearly comical moment from the beginning.
1: Right. And she didn't kind of just let him off the hook for it. Mm-hmm. she made sure to bring up that she that it bothered her still. Um, but yeah, so then we get her shoulder dislocated because she's coming she's coming <laughs> down with the the sheath and he kind of distracts her
0: mm-hmm. and she
1: ends up drop like totally falling off the roof. and um well, I and mean, she's
0: on the phone with her mom too, so she's already distracted. Cause like she's, mom, she's not mom, on the
1: phone at the same time, is she? I thought she would. <sighs> no, she hangs up with her mom pretty quickly. Okay. Because her mom's just telling trying to marry her about her off, some, right? Some <laughs> yes, yes. And she's like, "Oh, sorry, my soup is my soup is burning. I have to go." Oh, sorry. that's right. Mom, okay,
0: you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because he's inside eating and enjoying his life. Uh, his like jap well, his little
0: Japanese dish with his chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he's eating with <gasps> Chi-Chi outside. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> you love how he like taps on the glass? Like kind uh-huh. of like interacts with him? I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cute. Anyways.
1: Yeah. So she she falls and dislocates her shoulder and he's kind of trying to grab her to get her to the hospital, but she's fighting him off and then he <laughs> ends up putting her shoulder back in, in the socket. Yes! Accidentally. <laughs> oh, man. So kids don't whole... try kids
0: don't try this at home <laughs> oh my gosh yeah <laughs> unless you well, live with an actual medical professional <laughs> yeah yeah that would be... but, but she's already I'm, refusing yeah. the hospital anyway she's like i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go Yeah. and he so he does he, he gives does he her muscle relaxer right but he tells her just to like take one and like with food yes. and then she pops like two in her mouth and doesn't yes. even eat and he's like, "What are you doing?"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it makes I her more. I do love how
1: tightly wound he is. sometimes.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Listen,
0: we love a high-strung hero because when he snaps,
1: whew. oh boy!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. That was yes, definitely this is the, the hottest snap of all
0: snaps. Oh, the hottest
1: moment! I was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we won't. I know. We'll, we'll get there. The we'll get there.
0: Okay. I mean, we can jump over it, <laughs> we but we'll get there. <laughs> I know. That's true. So he's basically uh, putting what I assume is – because she basically gets all loopy and passes out from it because yeah, she takes yeah, yeah. two of these very strong muscle relaxers on an empty stomach, and he's mm-hmm. putting, like, the equivalent of what I'm assuming is, like, Icy Hot or Bengay because she keeps saying how it smells like menthol when she wakes up later. Right. So he's, like, putting that on her shoulder – Mm-hmm. um and when she wakes up he made her soup <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah because we flash to the next morning we don't mm-hmm. see anything past no. her taking the two pills no and then the next morning she wakes up and she's kind of groggy and he's mm-hmm. like here take the soup and then we hear about the whole <gasps> evening the and, night before and, and <laughs> what she was doing and saying and we already get the the recurrence of Peter Pan.
0: Yes, yep. But she, but he's awake this time because he didn't right. hear her say it the first time. Uh huh. And she's like, p- Peter. I can't even say it the way they do, but it's so I I love the p. I love the way they say Peter. But, um, but yeah, when she's like Peter, and he's like Peter, who? Are you? And she's like Peter Pan, and he's like, "What the <laughs> heck?" And he's like, "Then who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Wendy." And she's like, <laughs> "Just kidding, I'm Celine." Like. <laughs> But then she's like, remember when we ran away from Captain Hook and we this and we that. And right. doesn't he make a smart remark like, oh, I wouldn't have, like, like I wouldn't have run away. I would have beat the crap out of him or something yeah. like something like that. Like he gets yeah. all macho about it. Even, like it's She's high as a kite. This is not yes. even a real scenario, but he has to make it clear. Like, yeah. no, he would have kicked yeah. his butt. Like, yeah. Oh my and gosh. then she
1: tries to kiss him. <gasps> yes, <laughs> and he's like, "What are? Uh, excuse me. Do you realize who this is? It's Demir. Hey." <laughs> but she's too out of it. She doesn't realize what she's mm-hmm. doing, um, and that's that's kind of it. So the next morning, of course, she's like, "Don't talk! In, don't talk such nonsense! I never! Yeah, said I would any never of that. do that! Oh, huh. I would never!" But he. So they they kind of drop it after that, mm-hmm. and there's like a funny thing where he knows that she's gonna put lemon in the soup, and he tells her not to. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that's kind of like the whole like wordless conversations thing, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. um, our friend Mallory loves in books, like yes. when basically like one of the main characters is thinking something in their head, and it's usually something like you know. um, either self-deprecating or, you know, like, I I should have been well, there. Well, it, be been... it, it, it could be anything. It could be. You're anything.
1: Right. And I know especially what Mallory is referring to. I can't tell you that, though. <laughs> um, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> must be film there, glass
1: related <laughs> there are two characters who basically have these silent conversations with mm. each other it's it happens all the time with mac and jericho too they <gasps> have those does. silent conversations where yep. they're just looking at each other mm-hmm. but they're and they just, just know talking what the, back yep. and forth essentially
0: but they know it's, what the
1: other's thinking and it is her favorite thing <laughs> yes <in the> world. <laughs> So I, I read it recently in, in a book, and I was like, Mallory!
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, it happened. But that's, like, that's kind of what this gave me vibes of because she, he, she he's nowhere in sight. Right. And yet she's down in the kitchen. She opens the fridge, and he shouts from upstairs, like, don't put lemon on the soup. And mm-hmm. it's just funny because she's like, well, it's bland, and it needs it, and blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't – I think she just – She doesn't do it. She doesn't do it. <laughs> she eats it as is. Um, so, yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, The Tayseys here, we get a lot of back and forth with them until it builds up to this one big dinner. But basically, they're freaking out and they're bickering amongst each other on who's more to blame, of course. Um, And they're basically like, okay, well, if this turns out that we, like, have to give the money back because this falls through, we need to find basically someone who would be, like, willing to give us or loan us the money because I spent Mm -hmm. most of mine, you spent most of yours – so basically, like, going through their dad's old address book, seeing if like old family friends, like it yeah. seems like maybe even like an old lover of, uh, not Layla's the other yeah. one, uh, Fudose, I think is her name. I think you're right. Um, you know, and she's like, well, he's married now and has like two kids, and like, I get it. so they're they're just fretting because basically mm-hmm. their options are looking slim. Even though I'm like. Well, you live in a beautiful terrace house on the water, which probably is worth a lot. You could sell that and downsize your place. But anyways. <laughs>
1: but they don't want to do that. No. They want to keep living their lives the way that they're living
0: them. <laughs> the lives they're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um so we
1: get a very hot bathroom run in mm-hmm. with shirtless uh, Demir Bay in a towel
0: mm-hmm.
1: in one of those <laughs> classic DZ super long towels. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, where on earth do you find towels
0: that are that wide? <laughs> They're bath sheets, I think.
1: I and mean, like those, they must be. They're it's like just those funny. bath sheet towels. No, you're right. Anytime you see mm-hmm. a man in a towel in a DZ. If this were America, that would be a normal towel, and you could see his knees. Yeah. But in, <laughs> in DZs, they're like these skirts, practically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just oh, an observation uh-huh. that I
1: have. Well, listen.
0: The abs are on full display, and it's funny because she's a little mesmerized. But then she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're muscular." She's like, "But mad about it." But then she's yeah, she gets mad about it because she's like, "Well, you (laughs) must work out to do that." And he's like, "Thank you." And she's like, "That wasn't a compliment." Basically, like, it's 2018. (laughs) Women like intellect. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to sound like yeah, women don't go for that now. Um, So, (laughs) oh man. Yeah, so that, that was, was a nice little run-in yeah. between them. Um, and then like, well, all right, some I know it's like I know what I want to talk about, but I want to wait to get there. I know, um, I know.
1: So, oh, go ahead. Well, speaking of cheeky things, okay. So you were talking last episode about mm. how progressive this show has yes. kind of proven to be so far. And the thing I'm referring to is when he has his little the thing I was referring to mm-hmm. of being scandalous and a little progressive was when they had the meeting with the with Didim Hanum because mm-hmm. they try to their Operation Cheetah's Operation full Cheetah. force mm-hmm. and they're like, Okay, how are we gonna get him out of here? Okay, why don't we make him deal with our worst client? Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with she's super troublesome she changes her mind constantly she's just awful to work with so they um they set up a meeting Mm -hmm. with Didim hanum and (laughs) uh and demir yes and Celine has to go in and take notes to be part of it but he basically wins this woman over Mm because she's changing her mind all throughout the meeting but she but he's handsome so she's trying to flirt with him and she's asking him for his opinion she talks about wanting a gold wall with a gold mirror and mm-hmm. he's trying to kind of move past it and she's like no no I want to hear your your opinion on this and Celine's like yeah tell her your opinion to <laughs> say <laughs> And this this man suggests that she puts the mirror on the ceiling over in her, her bedroom. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> what did you just say? So casually, uh-huh. like it's not a big deal or, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah." So that was the thing. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy crap! What did you?" <laughs> what just happened on this show
0: uh uh-huh oh my gosh because she's talking
1: about passion (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) put the mirror above your bed okay wow Ah. wow wow, wow. oh my gosh but what's i mean what's smart and what's smart about that though is just the mirror act and statement of him just suggesting she put the mirror above her bed in her bedroom like there's nothing scandalous about that like it's it's a good way to skirt, like, Artuk, basically. Like. Right. Because it's not like they're going to show us scenes of what goes on in the bedroom when the mirror is no. up on the <laughs> wall or ceiling. Um, so I'm like, oh, this is, it's smart. Like, it's
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: smart. Um, but, yes. Well, and then even just, you know, that conversation, the, the whole assault thing and conversation that takes place after, you know. Yeah, um, when we get there, like that, in that was like, okay, like if that, if I hadn't already been endeared to Demir, like this oh, would have 100%. definitely sealed it. Um, yeah. But yeah, we also get more of a taste or at least an idea of like, okay, he and dad do not talk at all. Dad is right. trying to go through um, best friend, Vidat, yep. to see yep. his son. And it sounds like Vidat is like, listen, like, Baba, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I understand you want to see him. I am just advising you. I don't think it's smart right now. So it's like, you can tell he's trying to mediate between the two of them. Um, yeah. And he's not just full on, like, manipulating his friend so that dad right. can see him. Um, but yeah, like, there's, we still don't really know what's going on there. Um Right. But there's obviously tension. There's clearly tension. So he's yeah. definitely got some dad baggage. He's mm-hmm. got some relationship baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's either his own relationship baggage or who knows, maybe things ended really badly with his parents. And then maybe somehow – Led to mom getting sick, you know, dying, whatever happened to lead to her right. death. Like, that could be – I just have, – I have a feeling someone broke his heart, though. Like – um Yeah. Like a girl. A, a girl. And then he oh, basically me too. buried himself in work to, quote, I heal from it. I think he ran it. away to Japan. And ah. I
1: think that's why he went to Japan. Because <gasps> I think he got his heart broken by a girl. Mm. And maybe it was – right after his mom died mm-hmm. or something like that and okay. just emotionally he couldn't handle it and there was an opportunity for work in Japan so he ran away to pursue yeah. that and then this is only brought him back recently
0: yeah because he assemble. wanted to buy his childhood home and
1: clearly it holds mm-hmm. very
0: um important memories to him so i can understand why he wants the house. Um, but it's interest no, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say, but obviously Celine doesn't know that because it does strike me as like if she knew that, I feel like she would try to strike some kind of compromise with him, like something, you know. Um mm. but of course he's not gonna completely show his his underbelly. No. So um keeping that to well, himself. And
1: and uh from what it, some of the stuff that Vedat says, it almost sounds like not all the memories are good ones either. Mm-hmm. Like there are probably there's probably a mixture mm-hmm. of things that were not so good that happened in that house. Yeah. So far, we've only seen good things from when he was really little. Yeah. But he kind of was asking, "Are you sure you want to be in that house with all those memories mm-hmm. and everything?" So, I'm. This is obviously. There's obviously a lot of history yes. that we're going to be learning. Yeah.
0: Now, speaking of that history, some of the items in the house, Celine has kept. Like, Yeah. So, like, that lamp, we get a flashback mm-hmm. of him writing on the bottom of it. But what do you think is D loves M? Like, because mom is Anye. Anne, so, it's not – I'm guessing it's her name. Okay. Her name starts with an M. Okay. Yeah. That was, was like, my assumption. Okay. Because I was like, D heart M. And I'm like – well, and here it would it would make sense because it's like Demir Hart's mom, like yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that's English um yeah, so yeah, my assumption was that her name starts with an M
1: okay, yeah, because we don't know
0: yeah. her name I no. we've heard Dad's name, but I forgot it from when he it calls – it was an a yeah, I think anyway. you're right um we'll 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 learn it by the time it appears on screen <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As I assume is want to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we covered Dhiram Hatam who, yeah, it backfires because she adores him. She loves him. And now is going to do whatever the heck design plans he wants. Um, right. And. Well, the, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, and speaking of design plans, there's one client that they have who is now on a stricter budget because he doesn't have a job right now. Mm. And it's interesting to me because Demir is looking at Celine's uh like designs and he's like, Well, he clearly loves he has has and loves cats. Like, what if you turned this portion into like a cat hotel and that could be like a side business for him? Um yeah. and she's like, That's such a great, like, that's a great idea. I'll run that past him and see what he thinks. Like, because he clearly needs a job. Um and it all – it kind of comes to a head, like, because she's all excited to tell Barack about it, but he's so mm-hmm. sidetracked with this blackmail. male, um, because what we find out, he does meet with um, – he does meet with – he and uh, – uh, what's his name? Uh, Feru. Feru. Uh, Feru. They meet with this woman, whose name is, uh, like, Esen um, – yeah, I called her the Mama Mafia. And she is. Like, she's essentially Turkish Mafia. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, she's got all these, like, black-suited men with her. Like, she's got to be, like, yeah, she's got to be, like, a yeah, mafia. Yeah, well, woman. and
1: she –
0: And she wants she them to launder money. The,
1: she wants them to launder money. She takes the chef and the manager of the restaurant because she's unhappy with the <laughs> –
0: the food that, um the, it was it looked like creme brulee but it was it's, that's not what it was but like yeah i didn't look up what it was mm-hmm. but she she's like oh this place has it it's the best tasting.
1: and then she tastes it and it's too sugary because they <laughs> changed the recipe i don't know she's gonna kill them i who knows <laughs> <laughs> But Barack
0: and uh, Ferru are obviously (laughs) very scared of this woman. (laughs) Well, so, yeah, because it seems like she was the quick fix for their money issues back when. And, again, Barack probably had the best intentions for the company. uh, Right. But got into – with some shady characters and she's basically like, well, you owe me. And so – and it was funny because it was the – the captions were like – you need to clear the money or something or clean it or and it was like so yeah. clearly you mean like launder the money uh, yeah. and so they're stressed out trying to figure out where they can pad these um invoices and things mm-hmm. so that they can do exactly that but they're wanting to do it undetected because it's like listen like if we do it here or here it's going to be obvious like right so that – and plus they still don't know who's blackmailing them, who has the pictures of them even meeting with this woman to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's like his whole thing this episode. He is completely focused on that. And yeah. it leads him to start what I assume is going to be one of many, many poor choices he makes um, for the foreseeable future. Uh, mm-hmm. Because one of the padded – like, invoices or projects, Ferru puts on his desk for him to look at because he needs him to Mm -hmm. sign it. And um, Céline is gathering up project stuff and winds up, you know, tripping and spilling it on his desk. So when she gathers it up, she winds up gathering that dossier, (laughs) their favorite (laughs) word, their favorite (laughs) word, um, with her stuff, and it winds up at her house. Yes. Which then... Okay, I'm sorry. I literally burst into laughter that he was wearing like a robber beanie yeah i was like (laughs) oh honey like i know i know he's just too angel-faced for it and so it was
1: just like well and he's like cursing (laughs) he's getting all mad i was like holy cow yes (laughs) oh my gosh um well, and it's interesting because they do seem to be painting him a little more in the bad guy territory mm-hmm. this episode. Because when Ebo comes, because she calls Ebo to help with the cat project. Yes. And um, when when Ebo comes, and this is kind of a recurring thing throughout this episode, mm-hmm. because Demir keeps meeting people who are connected to Celine in different ways yes and their interactions with with demir they're like they seem to really like him or yes. they seem to think he's a good guy they uh it happens with ibo it happens with um what did i say his name was the baker guy the baker mm-hmm. friend it begins with um,
0: an oo an, an oo i, I know. yeah <laughs>
1: I just, yeah U-u-zai. uzai 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 um so
0: it happens with Uzai. Yeah, they like bond over coffee beans, Colombian coffee beans. Yes, and yeah. then he and Ebo bond over the motorcycle trip. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. But then, as Ebo's leaving, and so they're kind of joking about Cheetah, and and mm-hmm. he, Celine is walking him out. And Ibo actually kind of defends Demir, and yes. he says he seems like a pretty good guy. Actually, I think the one you should avoid is that one. Yes, and, and he I remember
0: to Brock. Yes, and I remember writing down wherever that happens. Like, listen to your friend, um, yes. your friend's intuition, y'all. Seriously, I just realized something. You saying how you saying how like Demir basically is hitting it off with all these other people, and they're seeing yeah. that he, you know they're seeing the stuff that Celine can't because she's so blinded and preoccupied with their whole house situation um mm-hmm. last episode i did forget to mention this um what i loved is when he is meeting individually with all the employees mm-hmm. on surface level you're like ugh, he's a jerk like he's just but i'm like if you really listen to what he's saying to each of them i'm like he's actually challenging them in a good way like with ida mm-hmm. he's like hey, yeah, you have a perfect track record, but what that says is you haven't taken any risks. like Right. And he's challenging her to be a better version of uh, – I can't remember what her position is. She's uh, the PR manager, right? Ida? Is she? I think she is. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he – I think you're right. Um, so he's actually trying to challenge her, like, yeah, it's not – I can see why it's being it's coming off like because you know she defends it and is like well sorry that we were like going bankrupt so our budget wasn't really allowing for that I was trying to be as creative as we as I could on such a simple budget Um, and he's basically saying like yeah that's not the case anymore though so and then like even with even with the whole situation with uh, Merv and um, Bora Bora, um, like he points out to Celine like yeah you may hate my love rule but this is also making it clear that neither one of them are willing to sacrifice for the other like yeah and like well, isn't and, love and about sacrifice and yep
1: and we saw that over and over with all of their conversations with each other mm-hmm. because she gave him an ultimatum essentially to pick yeah. his family or her
0: mm-hmm.
1: because he's like I can't lose this job my family's depending on me she says I can't lose this job I've worked really hard to get mm-hmm. where I'm where I'm at and you Demir's point is yeah. proven that they're not willing to sacrifice. Yep.
0: So I was like, you know, those those conversations where he's meeting with them individually and kind of assessing them, I'm like, there's more than meets the eye to that. He wants them to succeed, and like that's even proved when he tells that hotel owner, like, well, I'd rather train my employees that I have than have to consistently yeah. fire people because they make one mistake. Like, so clearly he wants to see them succeed. Um, now, you know, clearly the love thing is coming from a more biased perspective but the point he makes right. is still valid um because i'm sitting here thinking like i mean obvious i mean yes there is a lot to consider for you know this is easy land though but in real life yes there's more to consider when it's like well one of us has to quit like you're losing a whole half of your income um right you know right. especially if you're getting married um but i'm sitting here like well maybe not everyone would agree with me but Uh, when I see my, the man I want to marry choosing, like, his parents over me, sorry, red flag, like, because Mm. we are, like, we're supposed to be a team, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously there's, there's different, there's different situations, so I'm very much generalizing, but overall, if my husband's constantly siding with his mom over me, like...
1: Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not great. And I mean, we don't, we don't necessarily know if this is that situation with right. between the two of them. Um, And some could argue that it was messed up of her in the first place to mm-hmm. offer an ultimatum to him. True. When they had just received this news, they hadn't even mm-hmm. been able to really talk about it or try to work it out. Yeah. So playing devil's advocate. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no. You could right. also put some blame on, uh, Merve. Yeah. But yeah, it's it. I, I think that. You're right. The The conversations between, between Demir and all of them individually really – he did kind of challenge them and they weren't necessarily happy about it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that he was wrong in exactly. doing
0: so either. Exactly. Yep. When you examine those more, you're like, actually, these are good things because they all need to push out of their comfort zone to grow right. and do better. And that's essentially what he's trying to – make happen so yeah, yeah. I, I just remember thinking that last episode and i we didn't i didn't actually bring it up so
1: yeah um but no, then yeah no, but that point but
0: that totally comes in that goes hand in hand with what you're saying about how like yeah everyone else who's coming into contact with him is like listen he's a good guy like we talked about like motorcycling across europe like we talked about you know colombian coffee beans and quality of coffee we're gonna get coffee together sometime like you know Mm -hmm. so yeah he's not all bad just because he wants to kick you out of your house (laughs) and starts redecorating
1: (laughs) well and you know he he also again proves that he does care for her at least in Mm a in a way of her safety and her well-being because he he ends up Drinking her and taking her to the hospital mm-hmm. to, to get to get checked out. Yeah, and then this is kind of where we find out that Celine has a phobia of needles, mm-hmm. and she really freaks out when they talk about giving her a shot.
0: Um, yeah. I
1: did think it was hilarious that the lollipop is shaped like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is it supposed to be kind of a dig at, at people who Like, when you're too scared, scared to scared. take a shot? Like, oh,
0: you're a little chicken. Here's a lollipop. <laughs> I didn't even realize what that shape was. I was like, what the heck? So I good, think it was good a for chicken. you.
1: Yeah. Or maybe a rooster. But yeah. But either way. Really, yeah. Really
0: funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I love it. Yeah, she's fighting with him and it's all frantic and they, like, already gave her the shot. Um, it's so funny, too, because, like, I mean, I know she dislocated her shoulder. I haven't dislocated my shoulder. So I I will admit, I don't know the proper course of like treatment and recovery. But like the whole him like telling her to put a jacket over it, the whole like all the no. time where I was like, No one gave her a sling. Yeah, Nobody gave, like
1: <laughs> they didn't get they didn't prescribe her pain relief. But like even when he went
0: into anaphylactic shock, it was like the the stuff he was saying for treatment was like I'm like, what no, that doesn't seem right. Like, give him some epinephrine and like tell him not to drink milk again. Like, I don't remember what it um, was now, but like, and I just remember some of the in... <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then when they're heading back, he's all weak. <laughs> she has to
0: yeah. like finish her yes! on her shoulders. Yes! <laughs> so I'm like, wait, is that a thing? Like, is so that what happens after you. People who it? have gone into anaphylactic shock, <laughs> if you're listening. Is that a thing? Because, yeah, I just remember thinking, like, none of this sounds like the course of treatment for having an allergic reaction to something. Like, I don't remember what exactly it was, but when he was giving him, like, post-discharge, like, recovery orders, I just remember thinking, like, this doesn't (laughs) sound right. And then I was thinking, too, like, why does she need a shot for a dislocated shoulder?
1: I don't know.
0: They like, could have just given her pain reliever pills. Yeah, was so like like was it a pain? Re- but he made it sound like if you I don't like, you could get an infection. So part of me was like, is it an antibiotic no. shot? And you like, cause like you you, an because like why did because if it's a because it, that's what no... I'm saying. But like if it's a pain <laughs> reliever, pain relievers aren't necessary. Like they just help you mask the pain no. if you're recovering. But if she's refusing it and she just wants to recover. I don't see why that would have to be like a forced thing. I don't know. It just again, I know we're I'm, we're putting it under the microscope way too much, I, and I'm only doing it for like laughter's sake because it is just funny. Yeah. because I'm like, like what? Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it just it may it makes me laugh. Uh, but yeah. So yeah. it's all the shot's all done, over with. And the funny thing is, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they gave her the shot in the other shoulder, like. The, like I'm pretty sure they stuck it. I know in her left shoulder, not her right shoulder. I guess if it, was right an shoulder, guess if it's it an wouldn't matter. Shot, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I was thinking like the but only thing I could think of is like, is it like a steroid? Like I don't know. I don't know. That would make sense a steroid, but that would yeah. have to be in the joint. Well, I guess maybe not necessarily. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I was just. I you would know more than me, but. Um, <laughs> It depends. It depends.
1: But if it's, like, localized that they're mm-hmm. trying to calm that joint down. It'd be like a
0: corticoist – cortico, ca- cortico- cordi- Yeah. How do you say that? Cortico- Corti- corticosteroid. Thank you. Corticosteroid <laughs> shot. Um, <laughs> I could not and say that. And it would that. be in the
1: actual joint.
0: Yeah, like that's in the thing that's in do. pain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it just made me laugh. Did I tell you, like, my bo- – I was – Cause, like a couple weeks ago, you guys, I had to be on a steroid for like five days, and I texted Ashley because she knows more about steroids than me because I thought like the prescription <laughs> was wrong because I was like, "Aren't you supposed to like build up to steroids and then you like slowly taper off?" and and you're like, "Yeah, not necessarily for short periods of time. This isn't." And yeah. so I was like, "Okay, cool." So I like, took it, but let me tell you, my first full day off of it, my body mm-hmm. was in so much pain, like I felt like um. I felt like, well, I shouldn't say so much pain. My body was in pain. It wasn't like dead. I wasn't like on the floor and unable to move. But like from the, from like my head to toe, my skin felt like it was bruised, like Mm. down to like my joint.
1: Like I felt like I should have had bruises. All good
0: stuff. (laughs) I I was like, (laughs) I felt like my body, I should have been looking and seeing bruises all over my body. Like I was like, what is this? It was like, and it it didn't even occur to me that it was like because I, it was my first full day off the steroids. And like, I guess the cortisol in your body isn't fully like re it has to done. Readjust. On- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I when I slept, I slept it off and woke up and was completely fine. But it was right. so weird for that full day. I felt bruised from head to toe. Anyways, yeah, it was just very weird. Were you were you wired too? The day I, that you were on it. Yeah, even though were I had
1: running around the house, and I doing had everything? a lot of
0: yeah, I had a lot of like <laughs> nervous energy, but like. Even though I took it in the mornings, I still couldn't, like, I slept horribly every single one of those oh, days. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. I would take it first thing in the morning when I woke up and just have, like, a banana or something with it before mm-hmm. even having my coffee. But, yeah, like, I, I like, still was not sleeping well And I would wake yeah. up, like, three or four times in the night and, like um, – Yeah, it'll get you, man. Yeah. So That's I was, like, man – That's no joke. So all of you all who have to be on steroids for any prolonged period of time, bless you. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, all that to be said. The shot—I didn't really fully understand that, but it was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, and well, I'm sure it's just to establish her phobia. Yes, so that we know that yes. this is a thing for her. Yes. Um. Yeah. So it did. It did what it was supposed to do. It absolutely for us did. As the audience.
0: Yes, Attila. Um, that's um his dad's name. I just saw it written down on my notes. Oh, somewhere. okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Anyhow, um, so. Um, what was another big I mean, thing? do we want to talk about the dinner with the Oh, sisters? the Tazes? Yeah, because everything's building up to this dinner. They're all nervous because they're like, oh, shoot, Celine and Demir want to have dinner with us because they want to talk about this house thing. And the one, right. like, the blonde sister, who's, like, all mm-hmm. obsessed with, like, Botox and plastic surgery, is, like, telling Layla, the other sister, mm-hmm. like, go get mom's recipe book like you need to make the most complicated recipes and at first i was like why does she have to make complicated recipes but i think it was to establish like we're gonna have like a big full to do dinner yeah and basically try to prolong ever needing to talk about it by like shoving food down their throats yes, um which is exactly what they do exactly what happens <laughs>
1: they're constantly talking over them putting more food on their plates um the one sister is it layla the blonde is layla the blonde no, I think um,
0: Layla – I think that's Firuze, Fier- And I think okay. Layla is who – is the brunette who Celine okay. bought from. And then okay. Blondie is who uh, Demir bought from. So,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, at one point, she's shoveling food into her mouth uh-huh. <laughs> so that she doesn't have to talk to them. <laughs> yep. And – it all kind of just reaches this fever pitch, and Celine is the one I was cracking up. Against. This
0: scene was so good. I'm like, listen, <laughs> some of my favorite scenes of her so far are her being violent, but I her mind. <laughs> love it. I stink and love does it because she so well. Well, and she does what probably oh we wish we would do in certain yes. situations that we know we can't. Like if we, we, we just stood up in the middle of. of dinner and wielded a knife, like, come on. Uh, but the fact that she can, it just is, like, it's so good. Because, yeah, she is yeah. done.
1: Yep. <laughs> She's like, you're going to listen to me? <laughs> Nobody's going to talk except for me. And even Demir. Even Demir, yes. scared of her. <laughs> She's like, if you don't let me talk, what? She, I'll cut your ear out or something yeah. like that. But and then the tese faints. Uh huh. Later, we realize it's fake and right. she was play acting to mm-hmm. get out of it. But they basically, through this whole dinner and taking a selfie with them and trying to figure out how to keep their money. They concoct that they are going to make the two of them fall in love with
0: each other. Yes. Cause she's like, well, if they fall in love, then neither one of them will want to leave the house because they'll want to be right. together. So yeah. listen, I get the logic behind it. I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's now, that's <laughs> the only thing that that dinner accomplishes is them yes. deciding we're going to make them fall in love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yep. so they, um, they also um oh what is the oh did you there was a funny little thing that uh Ebo said and because um Ebo is at the house giving um suckers like a shot like a vitamin shot cuz i guess the goat yes. had some kind of it's very clear that Celine is a frequent flyer at the vet it's probably how they became <laughs> friends um, right, right, and you know, I get it. I if I had all those pets, I'd probably be the same way. Because Lord knows, I've spent plenty of money on Jack at the vet. So, um, but yeah, so whatever it was that she was concerned about, he basically just came over and let himself in so that he could give her the shot. Well, when when they get home, um, mm-hmm. um, anyway, sorry. Like he basically like karate chops him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. and when they he get it all, him yeah so when they oh yeah because he has to like hit him in the chest again huh yeah um, yeah i forgot about that to let it, to get him moving again he said i was like did he make a joke and so i looked it up and i was like oh he made a joke because he like leans into um uh celine after and he's like um, I think your cheetah is a Yakuza, which is oh, Japanese yeah. mafia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because so, I was like, okay, that has to mean something. So I, like, looked it up and I was like, okay, it's not a Turkish word. And then no. when I, so I looked it up in Japanese and I was like, oh, it's like mafia. I yeah. see karate chopped him. Anyways, it made me laugh. Yeah, um, that was, that was good. It was good. So we also, Ibo got another babe walk this episode. Speaking of. uh. Yeah. On the bike, right again. It was on the bike again, Mm -hmm. and Ida is all googly eyed and Twitter painted. Yeah, and I love it because Celine kind of sees it this time. Like, yes. Hmm. Um. So I thought that was great. This is also where he uh, Demir and Ebo hit it off, and also where he um warns Celine off of uh Burak. That all happens in this scene. Yep. Um. There's also um. That, like, kind of uncomfortable – I think it's – all I wrote was awkward, uncomfortable Saline Barack interaction. And I think it's when she's talking to him about the cat hotel. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, kind of rude we don't – yeah. And he's like, yeah. we're not here to, like, help. Like, we just – we stick within the budget. You build a gym. You don't need to build a cat hotel. And it was just kind of like – I thought it was going to be him acting – oh, like, yeah, that's a great idea because it's just another, like, invoice for him to pad. Right. Um, so I – yeah, I was just kind of like, I think you're right, that just sort of more so played into the whole, like, leaning more into the villainy mm-hmm. side of him, um, him snapping at her like that. Well, I mean, and then the him whole, like, the whole him, like, breaking into her house and right. then knocking her out in the final scene after he runs off. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, he clearly stops and is scared and is worried
1: about her and feels terrible that he knocked her out. Right, But at the same time, he was breaking into her house and he stole her house key from her purse. Yeah. (laughs) So he is just pretty focused on his own
0: issues right now. Right. And, I mean, it's kind of because he, like – He clearly has a glimpse that something's going on. Because nobody but the girls know about the whole house situation. Right. Um, And so when – is it Ibo that she mentions it to? Like, when she's like, please don't mention anything because we don't want anyone at work finding out. Um,
1: I think so.
0: That would make the most sense. Uh, Basically, like – because then people will basically get ideas of something going on between us or whatever. And, like, I understand – completely yeah. Yeah. um and so but that also feels like a prelude to people are gonna find out and people already did because or at least know something's off because barack is like what the heck is he doing here what's taking him so long to leave and then when he thinks right. he's left he realizes uh no he's in the house mm-hmm. so like he's i mean he's got other bigger fish to fry at the moment, but I'm sure that's gonna come back and he's gonna be like, wait a minute, like what the heck yep. was going on with that. So and I feel like he's gonna find a way to use that to his advantage in a villain adjacent way at some point in the future. Definitely. Um so because um be- because Demir impressed uh y- Yildirim Bay, mm-hmm. the hotel guy, he has basically hired them. Um, Yes. To do it. And they're working on those plans. But then he also extends a very last minute invitation to them to a barbecue at his house, which Demir explains, like, listen, this is a test, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, which is kind of petty of the dude, but okay. Um, Yeah. You know, and he's like. So we need to go. Like, yeah, it was last minute. Yeah, that wasn't polite. But there's like there's a whole reason behind it. So we need to show right. show that we're in this, that we're committed, blah, blah, blah. And it'll be a good way for us to meet his employees since we're all going to be kind of like working together. And so now there's this whole um, barbecue that they're preparing for to be at that later that evening. Um, right. And that's where kind of like a lot of major – plot points happen this episode um mm-hmm. we still yes. have go ahead
1: no i was just gonna say um yeah i feel like a good chunk of the episode is done at the party mm-hmm. and with that a lot of what happens in the episode it happens there because um, a lot of what happens before is really just the stuff with barack and the folder um we get some stuff with demir and celine at the house mm-hmm. he wakes her up super early with the blender
0: and she's oh yeah about it <laughs> this is when he's doing like his tai chi right and yes. then he like goes in and yeah. makes a smoothie and oh. and she's like it's so early why are you
1: doing this and
0: he's like and i've he's been like, up for two hours already exactly
1: exactly so in we- that super deep voice of his
0: <laughs>
1: hmm and this is also when we find out this, what the secret room holds. <gasps> yeah, the secret closet underneath the yeah. staircase. Because in the first episode, Burak Demir tries to open it. Well, Burak does locked. too,
0: to be fair, when he yes, breaks that's into. True. The that's
1: house. True. But Demir tries to open it, and he asks what's in there, and she kind of tells him none your of your business. None of your business. And after he goes up to take a shower. They have a little banter about who gets to take a shower first. And after he goes up, she finds the key. I guess she likes hiding keys under flower pots because that's where this one is too. Yeah. This is where she kept the spare key to the house, right? Yes. (sighs) And then she unlocks the door, goes in, and we see that she has a dark room. Mm -hmm. And that she loves to
0: take photographs. Yeah. So she's like really into photography as her hobby, clearly, but it's a passion, something she loves. Um, So I'm sure we'll get more into that. I don't know if, if it's just going to be something as simple as like, it's just a little. <laughs> don't mind Zuzu, y'all. Um I don't know if it's something that's like just a passion of hers that she just likes to do for fun. um, Or if there's more to it than that. Uh, if there's something deeper to it than that, but I'm sure We'll find out as the as the show goes on. Um yes. So I, yeah, I like that. I like that she has a little, a low passion project. That's clearly something that's all hers because yeah, she keeps the door locked. Yeah. Um, and I mean, she did that even before she knew half the house didn't even belong to her. So right, I am right. assuming nobody knows about this. Yeah. Um, and I bet Demir will be the first one she tells at some point. Um, oh, for sure. So, oh, can we talk about, we did not talk about this last episode, Um, like, Magic Toolman Bay, who just, like, oh, appears yes. out of thin air at the most random times. Yes. And then literally just disappears. He's like a genie in a bottle, but he's, like, a dude with a tool belt instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, M- Mu Muha I think is his name. That sounds right. Yeah. Um a lot of these I'm having to like literally just depend on my ear because the subs spell like butcher the spellings of the names mm. if they even give you the spelling. Um but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Muharam. Um yeah, so like does he work for the company? It that's what
1: it seems like. Like he's the handyman. Like ma- okay. Maintenance guy for okay. the company, but he isn't always around Mm -hmm. but he clearly has he clearly is a player in the game and he wants things to go well for the company so it's yeah he's an interesting character i don't know what his purpose is
0: yeah at at least not yet yeah Yeah. he's just he's just an interesting little like kind of like jj like i mean jj we know he worked for the company but like he's got that little bit mysterious magical air about him the way JJ de- yeah. did. Yeah. So, anyhow. Um, so we uh we don't really get m- much further with like Merve and Bora. He he does present like let's just be in a secret relationship. Let's not tell anyone. Right. And at first she kind of is like, "Okay, like that could be fun to sneak around and stuff." But then she's also like, "We're adults, like mm-hmm. uh, that's not really what I want." Um, so they just... We have a little bit more back and forth with them again. They do wind up sitting on a bench and eating, you know, street corn together. Yeah. That's kind of been orchestrated by Ida and him. Mm-hmm. Um, But we don't... We don't really get... We don't really get anywhere with them this episode.
1: Yeah. They still um, end up not together.
0: Yeah. So at the party... I know. The party's
1: kind of the main thing that we haven't talked about. Yeah.
0: So they... He's telling everyone be on time tonight, get your work done and you can leave to go right. get ready. He takes Celine home and he's like, "We need to change for the party. You need to be dressed like party appropriate." And he's like, "You have 15 minutes." Um <laughs> and she's like, "I'll take as long as I need." Um Which I am doing. She ends up taking longer than 15 minutes for sure. (laughs) But she gets a babe walk when she comes down the stairs, all Olivia Newton-jawned into those pants, like sewn into them. I
1: have to tell you that I was like, I was like okay okay when they Uh showed her feet her legs Uh and then when they got to the top I was like oh I know (laughs) like Asla honey that's the stylist like so pretty and I was like why did you put that top on her and then the one weird ear thing I don't know see I didn't I didn't
0: actually didn't mind the super long dramatic earring with the way her hair was styled was clearly no, meant it, to be a, but to
1: me it didn't it wasn't cohesive, cohesive. With no the rest of the outfit.
0: Yeah. Well the shirt in didn't my opinion. really belong. Yeah. Um it but, was most
1: my beef was mostly with the shirt. The shirt yeah. was just yeah. But I mean I, she she looks great. Oh but yeah. Because I she's gorgeous. Can mm-hmm. Understand why poor Demir lost mm-hmm. his senses for a little
0: bit. Yes he did. <laughs> he certainly did. Um yeah, but no, the styling choice, I was like, ooh, definitely would have done a different shirt. Because even the jacket, the little cropped jacket she winds up bringing with yeah. her is super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have just done, like, a little, like, even just, like, a simple cropped, like, cami almost, like... Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, we're not the um, stylists, No, but. but... And it still struck him dumb, which is yep. really all that matters. Yep. And... You know, of course, it doesn't last because by the time they get to the car, they're bickering, and he's well, and It's funny because he's like, "Bring a jacket," and then he makes it clear, like, "I wasn't saying to cover yourself. Like, right. I mean, because your, your shoulder, it's for your shoulder." Which again, it's <laughs> like, I don't you really need a jacket to protect that, but... <laughs> your shoulder. well and she tells him this is not the first time i've dislocated my shoulder i'll dislocate it once you're out of my life i've been fine those times i'll be fine in the future like i don't need you telling me that i need to cover it with a jacket so it doesn't get too hot or something really weird like that (laughs) it's just like what um funny so it yeah it was really funny um
1: so, so we get the party and there's drinks and yes. dancing everybody's having a good time sorry hang on that's okay <laughs> we might zuzu. need to pause that's fine she, she's whining at the door and she doesn't usually do that and now oh, i'm worried that she, she probably has, has to go has outside to, so yeah.
0: let me try to make this quick no that's fine we'll pause we'll pause for zuzu <laughs> Okay, we're back. Um, that was very quick for you, but it was several minutes for us. So I don't – I'm going to be honest. I don't recall exactly where we left off. And right. I we're can't, at the
1: party for sure. Yeah,
0: we're at the party. Um, and I can't rewind on this particular recording program. <laughs> so um, we're just going to pick up at the party again because I – for the life of me, I honestly can't remember the last thing I said before we paused um, so that you could take Zuzu out. So um, – but essentially, yeah, the party's going. Um, Yeah. They get there, and um, cause yeah, I think we talk about the uh, seldom like bickering at the car, and yeah. uh, yeah, and they get to the party, and basically, and Bay wants this to be like a mingle where it's like our staff can get to know one another so that they're comfortable around one another. Right. So like almost like team building, but also like he doesn't really want it to be about work. He just kind of wants it to be them, you know, um, uh, socializing. So yeah. Barak and uh, Feru are, like, super preoccupied with the whole dossier thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Barak has a friend there from university who – Kyla. uh, Tylon, I think, is his name. Oh. They made it –
1: I thought it was Tylon. I thought they were calling him Kyla.
0: Oh, no. I think it's – I think it's Tylon. And some of these, I – I can't remember if he's one of the ones I looked up because a few of them, I was like,
1: what are their names? Like – um, wow, the subs were fully off in that case, yeah. because they were they said Kyla,
0: yeah, and I don't know enough about these names to like know for sure, like what's what, um, but either way, it's his it's his like university buddy, mm-hmm. and he's clearly very taken with um Celine. Celine, yeah, yeah, um, and you know, and she's sweet and she's nice, and so she's of course being you know she's being cordial and chatting with him and um and i think at one point even Demir's like be careful like because they're dancing i think and she's just having like a fun time it's, yes she's just having a fun time at the i mean there's music playing and there's you know um right and but so, he kind of
1: warns her
0: yeah he's like listen a guy like that like he specifically wants one thing from you and she's like Oh brother, like yeah. you know, and honestly, I can't blame her. Like
1: i right. probably She's like,
0: we're just dancing. Yeah, I'd probably have the same response. She's like, he's a friend of Barack's from university. Like, yeah. this is not a thing. Um and so um he yeah, so put a pin in that for now. Uh, Yildirim and Demir talk a little bit. Actually, I thought this was interesting. They talk business just for a few minutes, and he's like, but, I, you know, this is a party. I don't want to talk business too much. It's kind of just more right. about the job expectations. But Demir sees a picture of a girl in a graduation cap and is like, oh, is this your daughter? And it mm-hmm. turns out they don't have a great relationship. And it sounds right. like maybe for some of the same reasons, Demir doesn't have a great relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. Because, he, you know, he basically says to Yildirim Bay like, You know, because Yildrum's like, look, I I try to do everything I can to have a relationship with her. Like, it doesn't seem to matter what I can do for her or give her. And Demir basically is like, well, it's not always about money. Sometimes it's about your time. And you can't get that back when that's not something that you've given to them. Yeah. So it gives us a more... Maybe possibly clear insight into some of his issues with his dad. Maybe dad worked a ton, didn't spend a lot of time with him. I mean, it does seem most of his memories that he's flashing back to are him and his mom doing stuff together, at least so far in these first two episodes. Um, So, yeah. Well, and you Um, get the
1: feeling that his dad is some sort of high-powered corporate person, so it would make sense if his dad was never home and if Mm -hmm. he was always working and doing – throwing himself into work yeah it would also make sense if dimir has these same tendencies
0: mm-hmm. whether he
1: knows or wants to or not yeah. where to avoid things he just throws himself into work that's maybe a good he does point. the
0: exact same thing that his dad always did we don't know only maybe he justifies it because he's not in a relationship right like, and maybe right. that's why he doesn't want to be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, maybe he's he's thinking, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to get married or fall in love because I would never want to abandon my family mm-hmm. to work and I know myself and I would only be dedicated to work and I can't be dedicated to work and family. Just Who like knows? my
0: dad. So I'm not deserving of love. Right. Oh, right.
1: <laughs> my catnip. Right. Um so, so, I I mean, we don't
0: know that. Yet, right, you're right, we don't. <laughs> we'll see,
1: we'll see. These are all just speculations at the moment.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um. So, I... Le- oh, you know what else? <laughs> you know what else I want to mention? Because I feel like this kind of plays into Demir's initial reaction to seeing her and... Uh, university dude in the bedroom. Yeah, because earlier uh, Vidot plants the seed, like maybe, um, maybe Celine and Ebo have like a friends with benefits type of situation oh, happening right. again with the whole progression, the pro, the pro- progressiveness of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of plants a little ear about that, like, hey, you know, and it's funny because Demir immediately is like, no, that's not Celine, like she wouldn't that's not her thing right um and it's it's yeah it's kind of funny so and that's also where i think uh veda also brings up like hey just want to let you know your dad called me he wants to see you and he puts the kibosh on that like well i don't want to see him so too bad um so anyways so we're back at the party and um again super shady because even after their dance is finished he's like oh you want to stop dancing you're out of energy and she's like well i just want to say hi to my friends and like hang out so he's already clearly being possessive of her and not in like a cute way um, well
1: and then when she's with her friends he's just
0: staring at her yes. the whole time like a creep yeah exactly exactly so um sorry guys zuzu has a lot to say today um yeah so he's like staring at her with these like icky eyes and not in like a sweet longing way at all so you clearly know he's a shady character who does not have good intentions so at some point this is also when barack is like oh let me fabricate a way to get the key and like spills her purse and
1: winds up at
0: her house to go in search of that dossier Um, well
1: and then we get Merve being vegan, being a tortured yeah. vegan, as I called her, because yeah. she's decided that somehow this is gonna bother Demir if she's a vegan. Well, I think and when so, he was trying
0: to tell everyone that they had to go to the barbecue, she didn't oh, want to go and was right. like, Well, I'm a vegan and so
1: <laughs> he's like too bad you have to yeah, go. Yeah, I think it was and something. Now like she's that. there and she can't eat any meat to right. keep up the whole facade of being yes, vegan. Yes, because
0: she was lying to him. Right. So right. uh yeah. And we
1: also find out that – because Demir goes and meets with Yildirim Bey, and he essentially lets him know that they want to hire them for an even bigger project. Yes. That because of how things have gone with this smaller project, he wants to continue their relationship and build upon it and let them be in charge of this big huge project Mm -hmm. so of course Demir is excited and that's huge for the company this could be really big especially because they're gonna be bankrupt
0: soon yes (laughs) yes so basically being on retainer for someone as powerful and rich right you know as this hotel owner would be a good thing yeah um so they're talking about that well at this point Celine, who clearly her phone can't hold a charge because she walks in the house in search of an outlet to plug her charger in. Yeah, walks into one of the bedrooms and uh, plugs it in and is kind of doodling with her phone while it charges. Right. And uh, Tylon or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. University University douche um, sees her and is like, "Oh, so he basically." walks in the door says hi shuts the door and you know things are not nothing good's gonna happen when a dude you barely just met walks into a room that you're in and shuts the door and so, then proceeds to sit next to you on the bed oh and then you, and she's like oh yeah i had to charge my phone he's like oh well if they let us use their outlets they probably won't mind if we oh. use their bed either ew Freaking ew creep. ew and she's like uh yeah,
1: not about that. Thank you. Like no. So I'm going to get up now and head out of here. <laughs> I'll see you later, bro. <laughs> but he's not having it and he blocks her way to the door mm-hmm. and she starts to get really mad. And uh, I mean, obviously, she I would get mad too and mm-hmm. she's telling him, "No, we need to leave because mm-hmm. people are going to get the wrong idea." I don't really feel like ruining my reputation today, so you're going to let me go. Well, this guy is a clueless jerk, and he's like, oh, we're going to take a selfie. We'll take a selfie. So he puts up his stupid phone, and he starts taking a picture of them and saying he's going to post it to social yep, media. And making
0: sure that the bed is in the background. Like he's taking it from that angle, which she even points out. Like, uh, don't post those when he says it. That's when she freaks out because she's like, "Don't post those. That's going to give people yeah. the wrong idea that there's a bed in the background." And they kind of start this tussle over the phone. When Demir walks by, he thinks it's like flirty type of right. stuff, and he gets like a bit of a seething look on his face and right. walks but he away. Going to
1: interfere, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay on one hand props to you to be like look she this is she's a big girl she's a big girl obviously this is what she's choosing to do right now even Mm -hmm. if i'm really not happy about it yeah but he's just kind of standing there his fist is clenched on On that (laughs) crystal thing yeah Yeah,
0: like the banister or whatever
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: i thought it was i was like what if that shatters (laughs) it's like this solid crystal ball that would
1: be amazing (laughs)
0: I believe in you, Demir.
1: Um, yeah. But then he <sighs> overhears Celine yelling she, at him. Yes. And mm-hmm. being like, give it to me. I think the translation said, like, you filth. Yeah. And he clues in.
0: Well, and then she slaps him. Yes. Yeah. But even before that, he uh-huh. kind of turns,
1: he starts to turn around because uh-huh. he's hearing something that sounds different than what he thought he saw. Right. And so she slaps him, which, good for her. I mean, this girl can definitely take care of herself, which I loved that. Yes, I agree. Um, but Demir is like, mm. oh, mm. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't, how to express how hot this was.
0: <laughs> because his voice, number one. His
1: his voice, the uh-huh. look on his face uh-huh. when he walked in uh-huh. and w- extracted Celine from that room. Such a good around, word to use. Extracted her. <laughs> turned around, closed the door, and locked, locked it. it. Uh-huh. And I was like, boy, is about to see uh-huh. his life flash before uh-huh. his eyes. Uh-huh. he's about to ascend to Mm -hmm. a level he did not understand Mm -hmm. could be possible Mm -hmm. while on earth and i'm ready to see it i (laughs) was i maybe i should be embarrassed that i was very excited for violence
0: nope (laughs) don't be i love it in my fiction <laughs>
1: oh my gosh but he grabs him and he teaches him a lesson
0: mm-hmm. he sure does so she hears it and is like what the heck i told you know and i get it because she's like i want to hit him i wanted this and yes totally understand but also i i love that he like just kind of <laughs> took control of the situation uh-huh. um he comes back out and does he just grab her and they like walk out he does, and she
1: kind of is still upset, and she's yeah. like, "I wanted to, I wanted mm-hmm. to fight him, I wanted to teach him a lesson. Lesson, how dare you!" And he's like, "Look, look, Celine, you are not well. You're clearly mm-hmm. shaken up. Let's just go. I'll let you think about what you want to do, and then after that, then we'll talk about it." Yeah. And she's like, "Fine, let me just get." She's all flustered, right? Um, but he kind of calms her down a little. Like, "I have your purse. I have your bag. It's okay. Let's just go," and. From there, they go downstairs and uh, they talk about what they're going to do. He is kind of like, look, let's just go home. Mm-hmm. And like, and, ugh, yes. I know,
0: because I he's like, because she's like, no, stay. We like. We have things to take care of. Um, the party, Yildirim bit. And he's like, nope, I already talked to him. Mm-hmm. Like, boyfriend already took care of all this. He is just yeah. concerned about getting her home and not and in a cab. Even, yes, Ugh. I was going
1: to say. And she he's even like, nope. is telling him, I'll just take a cab. And he's he like, needs to see with his own two eyes <laughs> that she's safe. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's not where he's just kind of – manhandling her and like no i took care of him for you don't worry he's he's like no look i know you can handle yourself Mm -hmm. but let me just like just give it a second you can calm down and then you can decide what you want to do right right and he asks her if she wants to call the cops and press charges and all these things and he really lets her lead that whole situation which yeah i I just i just appreciated yeah because he stepped in he handled but then he was like let me back off as well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I loved it.
0: Well, and then when they get home, I love it cuz they're, you know, they get out of the car and before they walk in the gate, she's like, "Listen, can you just give me the I told you so here outside?" cuz like basically like once I get inside the house, I just want to like collapse, relax, like yeah. I'd rather not deal with it. And he basically is like, "Well, does it really matter where I say like where I say any like where I say it?" And she's like, "Yeah, it does." And he's like, "Okay, let's sit and talk in the garden." Mhm well and so she's like okay let's hear it blah 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 and he's like wait 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 a minute like first of all you are not responsible for the choices that he made and she's good oh and she's like what and he she's like but like i danced with him and most people most men would say like i was i was you know she i don't think she says flirting because she really wasn't flirting with him but like
1: Right, right. Basically, that that her
0: actions, that her actions, that she brought it on. Yeah, because she danced with him and she talked with him and all the stuff. And he's like, "Listen, there's one person responsible for what happened, and that's him. Like, like Mm -hmm. women are not responsible for the decisions that men make. (laughs) And nope, it was just so nice. And he's like, "Listen, like, and he also wants to point out, like, not all men are." Because ba- she's like, whoa, what? Like, right. m- Like, no man I know, like, s- would say that, basically. And he's like, well, not all men are – yeah, there are some really, like, crap dudes out there, basically. But not all men would – not all of us are that way. <laughs> like, right. Not right. all of us are bad. Not all of us think that way. Um, And, yeah, and he's like – and I – he's like – and he kind of is almost like – and I – like – I don't know if he says, essentially, like, I can't believe – I don't think he says I can't believe, but basically something along the lines of, I would hate for you to think that I'm one of them. Like, yeah, like that's not me, you know? Like, the fact that you're surprised I'm saying this is, like, disappointing um, because it means that she would lump him in with those other guys. And he – this is when she brings up, which we kind of touched on this at the beginning, this is when she brings up, like, well, just so you know, like – you did lock me in a room. <laughs> like Yeah, um, right. You know, and no, it's not the same thing, but you still basically like took the choice away from me and all that stuff that we already touched on. And so I love that they got to talk about that. I love that he, I just love that that scene happened. I love that it was like, yeah, no, we don't victim blame. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just a really good, it was a really good message. Um, and, you know, Again, something not typically seen or pushed as a narrative in Um, I mean, you know, a lot of them are these days, at least more like the rom-coms at least, are very much more like, you know, women's power and that kind of stuff. But I haven't seen one to this degree where it's like, no, this dude basically attempting to assault you is -hmm. in no way, shape, or form your fault. It is his fault. Um. So, yeah, I just, ugh, that's just, like, I'm pretty sure that's going to be one of my favorite scenes, like, ever. So, because you get this, again, yeah, you get more of a peek into who Demir is and the fact that he cares for her, at least in this way, you know. Right, Um, right. And so, yeah. So, basically, it could have ended there. That would have been a beautiful ending. But... (laughs) Uh, we need
1: the drama we need the drama
0: so. <laughs> so Barack basically is flailing to get out of the place we kind of touched on this when he finally does get out um he um uh, you know uh, kind of notices like what the heck why is he here why is he taking so long to leave and when he does finally try to get out think he's getting out there goes my dog my husband <laughs> must my husband must be home um when he does finally get out he realizes oh shoot like he runs right into Celine, knocks her out cold. (laughs) Right. Well, because he goes to the front,
1: but then he sees Demir, and he's like, crap, I can't leave out at the front. So he goes to the back, and then he's looking behind him, Mm -hmm. expecting Demir to see or to come after him, and he ends up, just smacking right into Celine. Now Celine doesn't see him no before she's knocked unconscious. Right. And Demir can only see a man looming over Celine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) For what looks like the second assault attempt on her in the evening. So he clearly is about to lose his mind and Mm -hmm. go after Barack um and Barack meanwhile is like oh no Celine I'm so sorry are you okay Celine Celine mm-hmm.
0: and then we get the
1: end of the episode as, yeah d- as Demir looks like he's about to attack
0: yes well <laughs> and then that's when Barack has to make the decision like do I stay and make sure she's okay or do I take off and protect my po- my hide and he right. chooses to protect his hide and takes off so just oof, yeah I know and then yeah I we know. end on we end on Demir's just face right he's got like. He's fierce just got like uh uh-huh.
1: angry protective face <laughs> yeah
0: i love it <laughs> so that's where it ends on a dramatic cliffhanger um like i said this is definitely the episode to to like this is what reels this is the one that like really reeled me in um me too so i am very much excited and looking forward to uh discussing volume three which neither of us have seen um, no. Nope. Uh, well, I did watch the first like 3 minutes, but anyways, that's it. I did stop it after that. Um, cuz I wanted to finish I really wanted to finish my book. So <laughs> But I was like I just have to see my priorities. Mhm. So, yeah. Um it yeah, was a good one. It was, was a really good one. So My favorite so far. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, i know i really wonder where we're gonna land on that i already kind of pulled people just not i didn't ask them for like what happens in the episode but just like what's your favorite episode of harrier oh. And if you had to pick one out so i i'm kind of interested if we'll land anywhere in those um so anyways yeah but nice. um that's it you guys. Already. yeah oh. it's been a lot of fun already and i'm glad we have two of these under our belt and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with volume three. So again, um, just like we say every week, you guys know where to find us. Everything's in our episode notes, where you can find us on social media, email us, uh, merch store, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. So until (laughs) next time, good to shoes, pose to call.